Hey guys, Ethereal Light Art here. Welcome to my YouTube channel. If you're new to this channel and you like light painting, long exposure photography, or creativity, you're in the right place. Please subscribe and like, share with your artist friends, leave me a comment, I do appreciate them. Thanks for joining me on this journey. Welcome everyone to the next episode of Dude, Where's My Flashlight? Today we are coming from Roma, Italy and Maria Sagese, a light <laughs> painting brushes ambassador. Maria, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and meet you. I am so happy to have you join this project. Uh, we have been admiring your art for many, many years. Um, I'm a huge fan, so this is quite the honor. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your invitation. Absolutely. And uh, Light Painting Brushes Ambassador, uh, how many years have you been an ambassador with them? Well, uh, it's around five, four uh, years. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a lot of time. But I uh, started with Light Painting Brushes around five years ago. And I remember that uh, when I bought the, for the first time the starter kit with uh, a light board and uh, fiber optic, and for the first time I uh, tried the fiber optic and uh, I started creating the silhouette. And I just loved uh, the fiber optics, especially the white one that I use a lot for my, for my works. And it's still my favorite uh, brush. Oh, I love it too. I love it too. I, I love all of those tools. Um, I Light Painting Brushes was the first company that I found, uh, the first company that I, I bought from. Um, you know, and it's it's in a way it's it really helped me on my journey to be a, uh, to be an artist. They have amazing products. They have a huge yeah. plethora, wider range of different things for every single light painting need. Um, yeah, I happen to have some of my favorites here too. Uh, I don't use the light sword quite as much as I used to. But I definitely use, I'm trying to figure um, out what the camera is. I definitely they, use the angel blade. Yeah, for the, yeah. The angel for blade, the, uh, the, I love some of your stuff. Yeah. Maria, I have to ask you, uh, do you use, do you have indoor brushes only for the studio? Because, you know, I take my black fiber optic out and it gets a little dirty and, <laughs> That's not quite so good when you're painting a model's skin and she's like, why is your brush dirty? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I now I have a lot of um, different tools. So I, uh, some of them I use for uh, indoor and some of them the outdoor. So it's better to separate the, the tools because, yeah, I know <laughs> when you paint uh, outdoor, this is... Uh, always dirty because uh, yeah you know there are um, like rocks a lot of um, uh, different um, 
So paint the model with dirty tools is not, uh, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, it's not so great. And, and speaking of outside, because this is something I, I definitely want to talk to you about. You do amazing work indoors, but you also take the same concepts, the same style, and put it in a natural, beautiful environment outside. Yeah. Speaking of the brushes, like your white one, it you know, uh, are you replacing the fibers? Do the, do you wash them out? Like, what kind of care, aftercare, do you put to your brushes? I mean, I rinse them out, but sometimes they can, you know, they can turn a little bit of dusty kind of tan color, and that that affects the photos. You know, this this shirt right here is pretty white. I don't, you know, I don't run around in the dirt, but sometimes these brushes go around in the dirt. How, how do you aftercare your brushes to keep them so perfect? Or do you? Yeah, well, for outdoor, I don't use so much the um, uh, fiber because they, they, they are very small. So I um, prefer to use some um, light, light swords because they are um, bigger. So in uh, I can paint uh, just in, in a few seconds. I have a defined silhouette and defined and sharp image. Let's talk about just the overall beautiful, ethereal, moody, passionate, style that you have embodied and that it just pours out of your art. I mean, when I'm looking at your photos, I am literally being swept away in some sort of fairy tale. Yeah. Um, yeah, I try to, especially working with the models to capture their beauty and ethereal, uh, like, um, like an inner light. And uh, I get inspired a lot from uh, the models and um, I try to capture su like surreal images. So not to capture the reality that we see, but imagine like a new world that we can capture and uh, create with the light, because this is the, uh, the magic of light painting. We can create everything that we have in mind. So this is the best part. And uh, I always think to create new, um, new works, new ideas and, um, create new beauties and magic. Oh, I that's perfectly stated. You know, a lot of people don't really talk about the connection between the model and the painter. I mean, there, there is a there is a serious connection. There's a serious magic and bond that is formed. I mean, it's just just by having a brush tickle your skin in a magical yeah. way is special in itself. And then the after the creation, can, can you talk about the relationship between or the bond before you work with a model and then that bond that you feel after you work with the model? Yeah, it is um, uh, very, uh, a very connection between the model and the painter because we are not only photographers, but we are creating the picture. So uh, things so uh, because we are very close to the model and uh, it's like capturing um, her light, her inner light, her beauty. So um, when I start to paint, I see her eyes and um, her beauty comes out from uh, from the the dark. So it's like being the same the same person during the the shot. So it's not it's not uh, the model and the artist, but it's like to be together. Yes, I mean, there is something magical that's happening. It's happening while the painting's going on. It's happening before. It's it's certainly happening after. 
Um, yeah. and, and if you have a decent photo or a piece of art that you guys have created, that will last forever. I mean, that's part of this beautiful yeah. photography is that this one single exposure image will last forever. It's not a painting that's going to deteriorate over time. I mean, this is a digital, yeah. beautiful piece of art that can last forever. And that's really yeah. special. Yeah, it's very special. It's magic, yeah. It's pure magic. Maria, do you ever consult or do you ever ask the model um, in, as far as their input on what kind of magic that they would like? Um, I wanna talk about Airbnb experiences because that's a whole nother thing and I'm also doing that. So it's a beautiful thing that we share. <laughs> but yeah. to stay on topic here, as far as the model goes, do you have any consultation before you do it? Or you're kind of just like, hey, lay down, here's the pose, I'm gonna do the rest. What's your style? Yeah, uh, well, I start always with, uh, with an, uh, an idea. So I create like a mood board with uh, some inspirations, like with the poses, style, light that I like. And then um, I uh, talk a lot with the model and uh, like the makeup artist and uh, uh, everyone is involved in the, um, in the shooting because it's not only the model and the photographer, but sometimes there is a, a, like a group and a lot of people that are working, is working together. Uh, so we talk uh, together about the, uh, the, the style and the makeup and everything to have uh, the perfect uh, shooting and uh, with the same ideas. So it's very important to have same ideas and um, um, because otherwise um, maybe the model think about another um, style. So we have to um, to know uh, the, the, the same um, ideas and uh, lights and everything. Yeah, no, it's a team, it's a team effort. And, yeah. you know, sometimes I even tell the models, you know, not only look at a, look at a spot and focus on that spot, right? Sometimes it's yeah. the moon. If it were outside, that's a beautiful thing to stare at or the stars, but if it's indoors, it's like, just pick a spot and stare at that. But also while you're staring at that spot, embody inside, you know, internalize that light shining out of you because yeah. I think as artists, it's part of our job, like you said, to bring that out of these models, to bring these out of the subjects. Um, yeah. And that's where the alchemy of the magic really happens, you know, and that's why we're alchemists. Uh, we're taking yeah. something that is nothing and we're bringing it out of people. And I think the response that you can see on the many smiles that you've created uh, just in this short five years has been mind blowing. Yeah, I try to experiment every time new things. Uh new new start to grow and uh, also using different um, tools uh, now i'm experimenting with different uh, fiber optics uh, not just with white uh, white one but with the pink one that you can see here the blue one because the lithium brushes now has different uh, fiber optics and different colors and they create beautiful beautiful effects so they're great I love it. And they're so soft and ethereal, you know, yeah. that sweeping magic over somebody's skin. I mean, I, I'm not sure how else, how more beautiful you can, you can make something. I mean, like, I mean, there's obviously a thousand different ways to do a light painting portrait, but man, I mean, your portraits are seriously <laughs> some of the best out there. I mean, and they're just so amazing. So you're working on new brushes. 
Um, are there any new techniques or anything that you share with the community that you're actually doing with them? Are you actually mixing colors, a little bit of blue, a little bit of pink, and seeing how that blends together? Um, what, 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 are you, what are you doing with the new brushes? Yeah, you can, uh, of course, use just one color, but you can combine different colors together. Uh, for example, I like to combine like blue and pink together uh, because it, they create new colors because combining they create different shape and textures. So it's great experiment with the, the different colors. And, and you mentioned texture, and it's something that some of the veteran light painters uh, refer to. And um, I want to talk a little bit about this because people don't really understand maybe what textures in a light painting brush is. Obviously, the brushes are amazing at this texture because they have obviously uh, they articulate, right? They move around. And so just in moving around, they're creating textures yeah. by, you know, like this. Can, can you speak on the different textures and, and what they what they do for your art? Yeah, because um, I said that also using the same the same tools, you can create different effects and different well textures. Uh, for example, with the with pink one, the um, uh, the, um, the final tips are white and the other the the fiber optic is, is pink so just moving the fiber you can see the pink and the white combining together so you can see these textures and these colors in the same frame so uh, you can play with uh, with everything with different colors with this and creating different uh, shapes uh, uh, shades of colors and textures um, and you can, I, I love, um, have you seen the, um, the double exposure with the, with the fabric? You can also um, use different layers combining together in the same exposure. So this is also another way to create textures and um, yeah, there's endless um, possibilities. I, I love it. I love it. I, yeah, I don't really get around to doing um, the double exposures. I'm not much into the trick photography. I'm more into the painting um, just in one single exposure and seeing what happens. Um, I have done them. I think they are beautiful. Um, it's just something that's uh, sometimes, honestly, I can think the real answer is once I get started, uh, I don't even think about, you know, I, I'm just so hyper-focused on the model and getting the one shot that honestly, I don't even think about it, uh, which is, thank you for reminding me. I think that maybe I'll try to start some. <laughs> well, I uh, didn't try the, well, I, I called it double exposure, but it's not like a double exposure because uh, during the, the long exposure, you can uh, illuminate different uh, times uh, for example, the, the fabric and then the, um, the, the model and you create like an um, overlapping with the texture and the model. So you can see both in the same frame, but it's just a uh, long exposure, not um, uh, two exposure. Yes. Like yeah. And so along those lines, do, do you have somebody at the camera that's going to cover the camera or put the lens cap on and then rearrange, pick up another tool, take the lens cap off when you're settled? How, how do you do that? Uh, I do everything alone. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, or sometimes I just um, uh, turn off the light and then in the dark, 
I change uh, the fabrics and other things and the models. Uh, it's quite hard, but yeah, you can do it. I, I agree. Sometimes I'm by myself and sometimes I have my partner. Uh, she likes to help. Uh, when she's not modeling, she definitely likes to help out and be a part of the creative process. And she's amazing at that. Um, but I figured this is a good segue since we're talking about brushes and textures. And now we're talking about painting by yourself. And so obviously this is going to lead to the self-portraits and this beautiful self-portrait, I think, of you behind you. Um, can you can you talk about this portrait, how you did it? Um, what was going through your mind? Like, what did you think about before? Like, are you dreaming in this photo? I mean, this is just so beautiful. I can't even, I can't even put it into words. Yeah, I tried to um, do something very simple and uh, ethereal. Uh, so yes, it was like dreaming with, uh, you can see the flower. So with one, I was sitting uh, with uh, one hand holding the flower and with the other hand moving the the fiber is uh, the the pink one with just this hand like this <laughs> and i try to stay to close my eyes and stay still during the the shot it was very difficult so i did like an hundred i think of pictures and just a few good results but i'm very happy with it and uh, i love it uh, the most difficult part is to illuminate the the face because only one side is um, um, you can see here is illuminated and the other part is in the dark yeah. um, and of course not to have the blurry and uh, uh, try to stay still during the the shot is difficult but it's very fun so I recommend to everyone to try to do self-portrait because it's great to be in the dark alone just with your creativity and uh, the light. So it's like bring out the, your inner light. So what kind of emotions are you are you thinking of an emotion before you perform the image? Are you thinking like serenity? Are you thinking love or sometimes, you know, uh, pain or, or sorrow? Are you are you feeling an emotion in your face? Um, because this says a lot to me right here, this image. Well, no, I just think, I just try to, uh, I, when I paint, I also listen, listen to music. So I try to listen to music and then, uh, feel the music and try to capture with the, with the, with the movement. So I always try to move the the lights on, on my uh, on my face, like with a slow, slow movement and capture what I feel. Sometimes it's a uh, uh, love, a happiness, but these are during the quarantine. So it was not like happiness. Uh, here I use the blue, so it's- Maybe more melancholy or maybe yes, more- Yes, 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 yeah. perfect. Mm -hmm. And which is okay because, you know, we're not happy 100% of the time. But, you know, some of those self-portraits are the most self-expressive. And and sometimes that is the case, you know. And, and I want to share with you maybe a photo you have seen or haven't seen. But this photo actually of me uh, yeah. is my, of my self-portrait. And I did this out of your inspiration. Uh, you, you inspired me to do this. And I uh, just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> Wow, it's beautiful. But you use the flesh here to... Yes, 
I used the flash here. It was the only way for me to freeze myself, uh, I guess, mm -hmm. five feet away from the camera. Um, and I didn't have any help, which obviously a self-portrait doesn't have any assistance or any uh, person at the camera or lighting you as, and so you was- It was a very long exposure, right? Yes, this one was about 14 and a half minutes. Um, and so what I did is I actually, I illustrated all of the tree first and, I, and then, and then I grabbed the, the flash remote and I grabbed the book and I sat down and I have my uh, light painting paradise pencils and I did all the grass around me. Um, and so then you could see uh, some of the depth that came around me. And so now all of the nature's done. I sat down with the book. I did the little symbols, the magic coming off the book. I did the little fairies around me. Yeah. And the very, very last thing is I took uh, the flash and I just froze myself in time. And then I stood up. It was all dark. I stood up. I uh, went over to the camera. I hit in. And, and but got... you already had in mind this picture. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a couple months ago, one of the first uh, illustrations that I did was a cocoon. It was very similar. It was very the same tree. I had some flowers down here and a big white uh, cocoon. Uh, anyway, and so it was very much, I just replaced the cocoon with myself and, and the book. Um, and so, yeah, it turned out, it turned out okay. You know, it's, it's very interesting to do self-portraits, uh, you know, and I learned a lot. I learned, I learned a lot from this. I learned a lot that I do have the courage inside me to, to do something like this. And, you know, and you really inspired me to do it. So and thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, I did a, like a challenge. Do you remember the challenge on Instagram and on self-portraits? Yeah. Um, a lot of people tried with self-portrait, so it was very fun and uh, interesting to see what the others do with the self-portrait, so it's great. And your self-portrait uh, is great because you studied before also the composition, so this is also the best part of light painting because you can imagine what you want to create and then you do with uh, with light so you can create everything that you just have in your mind absolutely and that's why i keep doing it and that's kind of honestly maria why i started illustrating uh you know i'm not i'm not a very good drawer i'm getting better but when you draw something out of thin air really your your possibilities are really limitless because you could kind of draw anything you know i don't draw very difficult things um but you know like grass and trees those are things that we might've been drawing since we were a kid, you know, bringing home those finger paintings or those little drawings uh, for the refrigerator for your parents. You know, it's like, I'm just doing the same thing. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started with like drawing. So my first passion was, was drawing. And then I started with the photography and then I discovered light painting, but I never tried to draw with light because oh, it's not, it's not easy, but I have to try it. Yeah, you should try. I, I highly recommend it. it. It definitely requires some patience yeah. and some trust in yourself because, you know, you're, you're drawing for quite a long time without being able to see what you've done. And so you have to trust that you, you remember where you are, number one, and what you've done as well as, you know, how good it is. And so, so you know, a lot of the times they don't work and that's okay. It's part of the fun of just doing it and not really, you know, it's the journey, not the destination, so they say. Yeah. <laughs> Another very beautiful image that is a favorite of mine is capturing her beautiful uh, inner light. Can you walk us through this photo? Um, this one really speaks to me. Um, 
about the model, about where you were, how you did it, uh, and what this means to you. Well, it was a project about uh, gold, gold light. So uh, I worked with a makeup artist and uh, to use um, uh, this gold. So I also studied about light, how to uh, get this gold effect. And uh, I use uh, the, the white fiber optic with the color gels uh, with orange and um, yes, this one, <laughs> the orange and uh, like yellow one. Um, so I first illuminated the model uh, with just with a flashlight and then he was very, very still and I moved uh, the fiber optic around to enhance her beauty and uh, her makeup and mm -hmm. uh, she's absolutely beautiful. So mm -hmm. I tried to capture her beauty and light. So it's amazing you know every every single one of these photos from this series uh is amazing uh actually everything you do is amazing but uh this series in particular really speaks to me i think you captured the gold lighting uh perfectly um wow yeah thank you and you know now now that we're going back through a little history uh another one of my absolute favorites was from this series uh oh. and you know, we see a lot of some sunlight painting with some aerial artists. I did a few myself. Um, it's not easy because they're suspended. Can you give us any tips and tricks on working with uh, someone that's hanging or suspended and they want to rotate? You know, like, they, you know, mm -hmm. how, how do you do this kind of photo? Well, I had an assistant and uh, he tried to uh, keep on the um, the circle to stay uh, more still and uh, in this photo you can see it's not very very still you can see the legs is is i think it's impossible to take the picture uh with the not movements but uh with just with simple poses so not uh well like dancing or uh in this case she was just sitting on the the circle so it was easier for me and that i also um it's important to move the uh here use the white fiber optic very fast so is this is a very important part because otherwise the model will move uh for sure so we had to be uh, very very quickly and uh, move the light painting tools quickly um and the exposure is uh, always about five se uh, six seconds okay Okay, I love it. I love it. And I was I'm assuming that it follows the same kind of guidelines as this one. This is also a favorite of mine. I, there's the favorites keep getting bigger and bigger in my in my list uh, here. But can you talk to us about yeah, this one? Here, the most difficult part was that I there were not a black background. So it was white. So it was very, very difficult to hide myself behind the, the model. As in this case, I moved the fiber fast around the model and you, you can see here some movements, but it's, it's nice anyway to see a little bit of movement. Yeah, um, yeah she was very great, great to, to stay in this pose because she's a great um, aerial dancer. I, I love it. And I guess the two questions, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was trying to hide yourself from the image. And I think a lot of the people, especially newer to light painting of this art form, either struggle with that as the artist 
Or if you're a viewer, um, you're like, well, how come I can't see you? Or, you know, that's the number one question I usually get is, A, is yeah. a, you know, how, how, how are you not in the shot? And so... <laughs> always black clothes, yeah. always. <laughs> yes. yes. No white, no white, just black. <laughs> Yeah, and so are, are you moving? Are you moving your feet? Are you are you consciously thinking about moving yourself, moving your body, uh, mainly your feet, because your feet can sometimes, you know, you're you're going like this and you're feeling like you're, you know, so you're moving your hands, but you're not moving your feet sometimes. And so I have to remind myself, move your feet, move your feet, especially when somebody's. I, up I move on my body when I paint. So my feet, uh, everything. Um, so I I move uh, every, uh, all around the model. So um, and very quickly. Uh, well, because sometimes I I did some tests and and a lot of them you can see my feet or uh, my legs, my hands. So yeah, <laughs> it's it, and practice so, uh, on how to hide yourself how to hide yourself it's one of the most common mistakes uh that can that can happen and it's something that every light painter needs to consider uh what they what the attire they wear um yeah among other things but yeah you know when i when i dealt with an aerial uh uh shoot i struggled with that you know they were on a lira which was a, a ring yeah. uh, and a hoop yeah. and so it wasn't suspended it was actually from the ground um but still, you know, that one little tiny pole is not like a beautiful dress that usually hides uh, where yeah. I can hide behind. Yeah. yeah, because with a long dress, you can hide uh, yourself behind. Because if, if you use tubes or if you are behind the model, it's, uh, it's easier. But this, in this case, uh, it's, um, it's quite difficult. Yeah, I want to talk about the Airbnb experiences. You've been a gracious host. You meet so many beautiful people and share this wonderful art form with them. Can you tell us about some favorite parts around the city, some of the experiences you've had? And honestly, I'd really love for you to share with the audience how you actually, um, what you tell the people to get ready or how you instruct them to model because a lot of these people have never modeled, they, they don't know anything about light painting. So it'd be a great way for us to share with the audience all of your vast knowledge and expertise about modeling and light painting. Can you give us what you tell them and, and your favorite spots around the city? Okay, yes. Well, I started with Airbnb experiences like three years ago. And uh, the first time it was, um, uh, I didn't know how to tell people to stay still because, you know, they are not model. They are like normal people, so they don't know what to do and uh, what uh, what they have to do during the, the long exposure. Um, so I just tell them to say like, relax and just say relax don't move uh it will be just a few seconds um so just this and uh so uh after so many tests they we they see the results and they are excited about this so uh they will see that we have to do uh the very still but uh well i use like 10 seconds so not a very long exposure so it's better if you don't use a very very long exposure so they can stay more uh still and you're typically using uh the light painting brush sword uh when you're yeah. outside and, and why do you why do you use this beautiful tool? 
<laughs> yes, I mostly use uh, lice words and uh, tubes because th they are uh, better to use for outdoor photography and light painting um, because uh, for just a few seconds of exposure, using uh, like bigger light painting tools is better because you can just use like five seconds and the model is perfectly uh, sharp and in focus. Yeah, and, and do you typically take them uh, around the city to a few favorite spots? I know I've seen a lot of beautiful work in the Coliseum. Can you explain uh, yeah. some other places you've been? and? Well, in Rome, there are a lot of beautiful places, so it's difficult to choose <laughs> the the place. But yes, my one of my favorite places is the Colosseum. Here it's very difficult because sometimes there are a lot of people. <laughs> so there are a lot of people around, so the light painting is not easy. And also because there are a lot of ambient light. So you can see here, there are, there is a lot of light. So I use like five, 10 seconds. And um, yeah, uh, well, this is one my, one of my favorite spots, and also the Maximo Circus. It is a very big and huge place, and it's darker than the Colosseum, so it's better to do light painting. Okay, okay. And and what are you specifically telling uh, the experience, the people? Are you saying, okay, this is going to be about five or ten seconds of holding still? Um, if there's a couple, do you ask them to like? Do you pose them? Do you like, hey, express yeah. your yeah. love to each other? Like, look at her, like, or look at him. Like, you really love him, and that'll that'll shine through in the beauty that I'm expressing for you guys. Yes, I help them with the poses. Um, if they are couples, I try to um, to capture their love and well, uh, <laughs> beauty. And uh, yeah, I just tell them to. Uh, to show their, for example, here their love. So just kiss, just being together, and I will, uh, <laughs> and I will delight Penny. So don't worry about that. And uh, and the first part is just modeling, so they can uh, be the model. But the second part is more like practice, uh, practice and fun, because they can try also to like paint. So uh, it's, it's, it's more fun because they can try also the, with my tools to experiment. Yeah, and, and have such great art actually come out of someone that's just trying it and then they look and see what they did on the back of the camera and then they realize that they're creative and that they're an artist for, even if it's just for that evening or just for that moment, makes them smile and, and take that with them forever. And I, I, I think it's great. I, I, I was also, I am, an Airbnb host experience, and I have the similar um, shared experience like you, you know, giving them the art tools, um, you know, creating magic around them. You know, I often tell them uh, before we go out, you know, what kind of magic are you into, you know, because I can paint a yeah. couple different ways and, and that would, you know, I curtail it or I customize it to what, what they're looking for, um, like you. And, and these are all beautiful and you, you work with such amazing people. I mean, look at these dancers, the way they hold their pose. Um, yeah. This is one of my favorites of yours. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's one of my favorite too because, well, I remember it was so difficult with dancers because um, they wanted to move and uh, dance, but in this in this case they had to be still. So it's, it was not difficult to communicate communicate with them and tell you have to be still in this pose. Uh, but uh, this is a very simple pose. But I think the simple poses are the best ones. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and with the pandemic, yeah, with the pandemic going on, uh, at least here in the USA, um, Airbnb experiences have not been able to meet. No one, no one has been able to hold them, uh, but they are actually going to start again uh, next next week, and so soon. And hopefully, I'll have some people uh, to share this with as well, and and share with the light painting community. Um, Maria, amazing job of hosting. You've inspired me to actually become a host just by watching. Oh, uh, really? Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Wow. Maria, is there a new tool that you haven't used yet currently? Well, now I have um, a new tool. It's a uh, lomography and instant camera. So okay. I want to try uh, new things with the instant camera because when with digital camera, we can do lot of tests and no worrying about the how many tests we are doing but yeah. with the instant camera we have to think about the and study the composition and the lights before um so it will be a, a big challenge for me but it will be fun i can't wait to see that yeah, yeah. one thing i've i've actually tried to or i'm struggling with or at least i'm learning right now is is the calligraphy art form um, and it's 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 very challenging um, but also very rewarding uh, when you get something that you know turns out and looks you know somewhat decent um, yeah and so you you mentioned uh, one of the actually images that captured your eye from me uh, was something I did in the desert under the Milky Way um, and it's it's this image it's so Wow. Yeah, thank you. Do you have any um, questions for me on regarding this one? Is it a uh, one exposure? Yes. Yeah. So this is one. This is one thirty-second exposure. Um, I started with uh, obviously I started with the model, and so we positioned her in this fabric. Um, this is an annual tradition I do with my partner, and she's uh, she is actually nude, and so it's in her birthday suit, and this is actually on her birthday, so. Every year on her birthday, we're going to do a different uh, light painting image for her uh, to remember. And we happen to be celebrating out in the desert where there is very little light pollution. The Milky Way was in full uh, viewing. This was around 3 a.m. in the morning. So it's about a 30 second exposure. I believe my ISO was pretty high. It was, I think it was 3,200, if not 2,000 um, at least. And so for those with or without the model, the Milky Way can be exposed properly. Um, and the tube spin uh, was a black tube from light painting tubes and it had a circle plexi, I believe from light painting brushes on the end. And it was a quick spin. It took me two seconds to get a full rotation and then 28 seconds of her standing still, me exiting the scene and letting the Milky Way uh, soak into the image, uh, if you will. And uh, that was it. Uh, it's it's not that complicated. Uh, you do have to wait in the middle of the night until the Milky Way is uh, showing. You know, <laughs> sometimes three in the morning is is hard to get to. Uh, but it was it was well worth it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's uh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Thank you. You know, sometimes I struggle uh, with um, positioning the model. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a dancer, if you will. Um, I, you know, and, and so I'm trying often, you know, we had help here uh, with some staging and, and a costume uh, person who was quite well versed in doing these kind of shots. And so she positioned, she draped the fabric uh, over her and, you know, uh, we got the shot done. So yeah, it turned out pretty good. She's super happy with her birthday present. <laughs> the fabric is just a white, uh, simple one. 
Uh, yeah, you know, and like you said, sometimes the simple poses, sometimes the simple fabrics is all it takes because when you're doing this kind of art, the simplicity and the magic really speak volumes here. Um, and so actually this is literally just a white sheer curtain that you would find, you know, behind a bigger, uh, more solid drape. So this is actually the inner lining of a, of a curtain. Um, and it's 10 feet. I have uh, tall ceilings in my house. And so we just took it off the, the window and, and we <laughs> with us. <laughs> yeah. But use a full frame camera or you can take this shot with the, any camera. Uh, you know, you can do this shot with any 30 second um, exposure camera. Uh, I think uh, even a camera that I bought in 2001 that was not even uh, an, a DSLR could actually do this kind of shot. You need a tripod, obviously. Um, but I would recommend 30 seconds. I would recommend an ISO of 3200 um, and just be super quick. I think my flashlight was on the lowest uh, setting because of the high ISO. And so I believe that my uh, my luminosity was about 200 lumens, if not 160. Uh, and so make sure that your flashlight is on the very, very, very low and make sure your camera and the ISO is on very, very high. Uh, any camera could could really get this, this shot done, yeah. Yeah, I think the, the most difficult part is to uh, find the good balance between the light, the light painting and the illumination of the sky and the landscape when you work outdoor. Yeah, no, it's always the most difficult, especially if you have to backlight a forest or if you have to light up a building um, or if there's ambient light and often you work down in the city um, and where there is a lot of street lights to deal with or cars or other people. Um, and so, yeah, it's 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 not easy. You know, uh, light painting is a beautiful art form that uh, is a good challenge. Every day <laughs> we learn something every day, every day. Um, Maria, I ask everyone on the podcast this, if you could add one song to the master Spotify playlist, a song that inspires you, maybe you light paint to it, maybe you meditate to it, something that you would like to share that represents you, what one song would you like to share with the world? Um, when I do light painting, I always uh, listen uh, in Audi. Uh, uh, song. So Einaudi, uh, Nuvole Bianca is a very relaxing song, so it's very inspiring. Amazing. I can't wait to listen to it. You know, like you, uh, I often like to paint to classical music or something that's very soothing yeah. and very flowy. I feel like I can actually tempo, I think, you know, uh, the speed of my lights and the speed of my hand movements are very important to me to, to to get the desired effect that I'm looking for instead of the chaos of, of yeah. you know, and so that's that's important. I can't wait to paint to this and I might even do a self-portrait uh, to the song. So thank you. I love that. Okay, Maria, one final question for you. If you could go back in time when you first started light painting and when you first found light painting and of all of the experience and the knowledge that you've accrued along the way, what would you tell yourself now that you didn't know then? Uh, well, I had a lot of people that told me uh, that light painting is too difficult, that work with photography and light painting is difficult. So I just can tell, uh, just follow your passion, your, uh, do what you love and don't worry about the others and what, just do what you want and follow your, your passion. Yeah. 
No, it's so it's so important because you know you keep making art for you. It's your style. You have the most feelings towards it, and so it's going to keep bringing you back. It's going to keep making you do wanting to do the next the next one and the next one and the next one after that. Um, so amazing advice. You know, stay with it. It's not easy, but with yeah, patience. but yes, anything is easy. So, but if you do uh, something with passion, uh, so it will be easier. Yes, absolutely. Well, there's nothing that screams more passion, beauty, and inspiration than your artwork, all of it, uh, yourself included. Um, Maria, thank you for joining me on the show. It's been an amazing episode. Um, I can't wait to have you back. Thank you so much. And thank you for the invitation. Uh, thank you so much. Absolutely. And we can follow you on Instagram and we can follow you on Facebook. I'm going to put links to the to all of your uh, web, and do you have a website that you can share with the world. Yes, actually, I'm working on the, on the new website and uh, oh. be online in September. But yes, it is uh, mariasagese.com. It's very okay. simple. All right. Well, it sounds like September, we might have another episode together. It sounds like there's some big things in your future and I cannot wait to hear more about them. Maria, I can't say thank you enough. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Ciao. Ciao.